everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Sacred Garden. I'm your host, Candice Olive, and I just want to say Happy New Year. I hope that 2022 is full of divine blessings, of new experiences, and of allowing you to really anchor further and deeper into experiencing a fulfilling life here on this earth. I really hope you have the support you need to get through whatever challenges arise this year and that you can take the wisdom from any conflicting situations to really help you to grow. I know last year for a lot of people, 2021 was a challenging and difficult year. And I just hope and trust and I place my trust in the divine to guide us through and know that everything is working for us. With that in mind, I would like to introduce you to today's topic. We're going to be talking a little bit about the intuition. Now, this might be something that is new for some people or others may already be anchored into working with their intuition. The thing about the intuition is that it is ever expanding. We are constantly learning more and strengthening our connection with our intuition. So I think at any level of understanding, you can always take something from delving or revisiting these sorts of topics. Um, For those of you who aren't aware of, of the intuition, we like to think of the intuition as our inner guide, this sort of inner sage and oracle that is here to assist us in living a truly fulfilling life. Our intuition expands us across all times and places. It picks up on subtle energetic vibrations and it helps us to weave through our spiritual and earthbound journeys with ease. Now, this is the big thing about the intuition. And for those who already work with their intuition, they will understand that your intuition is not situated in one specific time and place. It is an essence that moves across all timelines, in all realms, and in all spiritual manifestations. It's a big thing to remember that you are a soul and your soul moves through different realms, through the universes in different ways. And your intuition is always there as your inner compass to guide you through every manifestation. Our intuitions form a really beautiful relationship in what we know as instinct. And if we think about instinct, we normally think about survival instincts. When you're in a situation and you maybe you get stuck in the wilderness and you need to get food and shelter and water and get help. You almost have to kick into this different part of your brain which goes, okay, how am I going to get out of this situation? And your intuition is very much a part of that, our instincts that we use in our everyday life. One part of instinct is learned behavior, these elements that we have been taught through habit or behavior or conditioning from a young age. That will always kick in and we've always been taught to rely on that. The other aspect of that is our intuition where we get, maybe we get into a situation where we can learn and use what we already have. But also we need to learn to be creative because these are new elements. This is a new experience and a new set of stimuli. And how do we then harness into that to get us through to create what we need to create or to move to the end of this journey or this experience with ease. I think something that is really profound for me in working with my own intuition 
is the way it makes me be open to new ways, things that maybe I hadn't thought about before. But as I learned to trust in my intuition, I realized that she is just there to help me to expand. And trust is the biggest thing there. Learning to really trust that she will always hold me, nourish me, and guide me to the best possible outcomes. Our intuitions are so important in our journeys because they really help us to navigate our lives from a place of inner knowing of anchoring into our own innate spiritual wisdom that our soul is able to share with us from our soul's incarnations, from the things our souls have learned. It's like our inner teacher in a way. You know, when you're in school, your teacher has all this knowledge, right? But they know that if they give you all their knowledge, it's going to overwhelm you and you might not be at a level where you are ready to understand complex situations and structures. So your teacher breaks it down into smaller elements, things that you can comprehend at your specific learning capacity and your age and your interests as well. And so I think in many ways, the intuition does that as well. Our intuition sees and knows everything and can look at what is going on around us and show us the best possible outcome, the best possible experience, what is going to nourish us to the highest degree. But it doesn't overwhelm us. It doesn't go, okay, A is going to B and then plus C and then it's almost like algebra, right? We don't need always to see all the working out. It's an automated thing that our intuition does for us and just gives us the most important information that we need to be able to move through our experiences. When we anchor into that inner knowing, it allows us to really silence any old narratives and allows us to cater to our true needs. I think as you get more into your spiritual journey, you begin to really unravel and peel away the layers, and you see that In many ways, the person that you are is who you have been brought up to be or who you have been taught to be. And when you go in and you connect in, in with your soul and your spirit, you realize that this is just a part of who you are, this experience, this manifestation, this incarnation, but it does not define who you are. Your soul is who you are at the end of the day, your essence, your authenticity. That is something no one can take away from you. They can put you into a box, they can confine you, but you are always going to be truly you. And it is within your right and your decision how much of that you share with other people. And so I think sometimes we almost fall into narratives and beliefs and conditioning that may not really speak to who we truly are. But it's there to teach us, of course. We're here to learn, we're here to grow and experience. And so it's there to teach us about ourselves and about living and about life. And I think those narratives sometimes can almost overtake our ability to be free conscious beings because we almost forget ourselves a little bit in order to fulfill whatever that narrative or set of beliefs is telling us we should be or do. So I think when you start to listen to your inner knowing It turns down the dial a little bit. It turns the volume down on the way that you're told you should live. 
and it allows you to go, hang on a second. Okay, maybe, yeah, I've got this set of rules, conventions, regulations, and codes that I need to follow in my sociocultural setting. But how can I do it my way? How can I navigate it so I don't feel suffocated? So I can also express myself and be my true self and enjoy my life. It allows you to move forward in a way that says, I deserve to be free. I deserve to feel connected. I deserve to express myself. And I respect my authenticity and my autonomy. And I claim my sovereignty. I love working with my intuition personally because I think what it teaches me is that moving forward means having complete trust in the universe. Moving forward in your life with ease means trusting in yourself. I think sometimes we think that when we trust in someone or something, we are giving our power to them. We're saying to them, okay, I'm giving you the power to hurt me or to um, make my life easier, but also make my life harder. But I think the thing that we forget is when we trust in the universe, we are trusting in ourselves because we are a part of the universe. We are a fragment of the universe, but a complete embodiment of the universe in a human vessel, in a human body, in our own individual incarnations. It's something that's so interesting because I think we often forget how complete we are in ourselves, but as one in that each one of us is a part of this whole experience of human life. We're all important here. We all came onto this earth at this specific time and place for a reason. I think we can forget that sometimes because life gets in the way. Life is flowing. Things are happening. But I think it's important for us to take a step back sometimes and go, hang on a second. It's kind of cool being here, being a human. It's kind of cool that I get this vessel to experience amazing foods and travel and learn from people and experience connection and intimacy with others and with myself. Another really great thing about the intuition is depending on where you are in your spiritual journey, and this might not be for everyone, but if you are interested in this, Your intuition can be really fundamental and important in helping you to connect to any non-physical guides that are helping you in the spirit realm in your journey on this earth. Your intuition helps you to identify them, to understand their energetic frequency, to ensure that you are working with guides that are assisting you for your highest good and from complete divine love because At the end of the day, we want to make sure that we are working with people and we are creating partnerships with people and energies that are really going to help us to live a fulfilling life and to engage with our soul missions in an expansive way. The spirit realm is, I mean, it is so expansive. You can't even pinpoint one specific area of it without looking at the web of interconnected and interrelated elements and it can be overwhelming especially when you're new to spirituality and you're you're connecting in with your inner wisdom 
And so I think this is where your intuition becomes a fundamental tool and inner compass to help you to navigate through that web and that existence and these new elements that maybe you hadn't experienced before, but just feel right to you. This is your intuition pulling you towards what your soul is really craving. Your intuition harnesses the power of your soul's wisdom to experience life from varying perspectives. It shows us something new. You know, like it's like sometimes when something might not logically make sense in your head, but something within you, you just know, you know it's going to be the right experience. Maybe it's like when you try a new food for the first time and you're like, you know what, I don't really like tomatoes, but there's something about this dish that I think I'm going to like, so I'm just going to be open to it. And maybe you like it, maybe you hate it, but at the end of the day, you've learned something. There was something there for you. And sitting in that awareness gives you the opportunity to to realize that everything that's happening to you is happening for you. And your intuition is always going to be there to guide you. So you're probably wondering, maybe you are, maybe you're not, but you're probably thinking about uh, how can I connect with my intuition? Because it's one thing to know about your intuition, but let's be practical and think about what is important in building this relationship because the relationship already exists. Your intuition is hardwired into who you are as a spiritual being. And it's just about learning to turn the dial up on your intuition and your inner knowing and turn the dial down on all those other voices and those beliefs and narratives that are maybe stopping you from moving forward in a way that truly fulfills you. So the first way that you can connect with your intuition is by sitting with yourself and thinking about what are your heart's desires or what are your desires in life. This might not just be a thinking exercise. This might be a feeling exercise. This might be a tapping into the emotions and the imagination and memories exercise. Take a moment to sit with your heart space. Write down any goals that you might have, whether they are completely insane or they are short-term, long-term, temporary, write them down, get them out, let them flow. Listen to your inner child, that, that inner youthful essence within you. Listen to that youthful essence. What does that essence want? Sit in self-reflection for a moment without thinking about what you can and can't do. Just think about what it is you desire. Write that down. Maybe that's something you do. I mean, we've just had New Year. Maybe that's something you do at the start of the new year and say, okay, this year, this is really the essence and the energy that I want to manifest into my life. Maybe you do that every month and set the tone for the month of, I'm not quite sure how this is going to look, but I'm putting it out there into the universe and I am sort of creating this foundation in myself that this month I want to focus on loving myself more or I want to focus on my relationships with others and be open to how that's going to manifest and take form in your life. I think sometimes in the chaos of life and the beauty also of life, and the day-to-day living that we all experience, we forget about our desires a little bit because we lean into the practical elements of life. 
But I truly believe that we have the capacity to balance between our intuitive understanding of life, our imagination, the creative force and function that exists within us, and the practicalities of human living. Just for a long time, I think we've we've looked at, okay, I need to make sure I have this amount of money and I need to make sure I have a house in this place and I need to make sure I have an education and so on and so forth. And these are really important aspects of our life. Survival is, I mean, an integral foundation of who we are. But that doesn't mean we should ignore the fact that we want more for ourselves. We want to experience more joy, more happiness, more fulfilling experiences. So I invite you to take a moment of self-reflection and I, I truly encourage you to do this as much as you can. The more you sit with yourself, know yourself, understand yourself, the more you can set parameters for the life you want to live and navigate through life in a way that speaks to who you are and what you desire. Another way that you can connect with your intuition is by, in the practice of self-reflection, listening, feeling, and connecting in with that small inner tug within you that is pulling you towards certain experiences and decisions. Now, as I mentioned before, this might not always make sense practically because your intuition is looking at energetic frequencies that match your energetic frequency. And it will look at what is going to serve you in the highest form. Now, this might be challenging situations. This might be um, really positive situations. Anything that happens, happens for us. So even if it is something where you, let's say, might lose money, I'm, I'm not manifesting this for you, but let's say your intuition leads you into a situation where you lose money, but you gain experience. There's always something there for you to learn and grow through. And that's what's really important to remember in anything that happens to us. Sitting in that self-reflection and that awareness and saying, what did I learn here? What can I take from this experience to help me in moving forward in my life and embody into my soul's wisdom to use in later stages of my life or other manifestations? That small inner tug can be different for everyone. For some people, it can come through your emotions and the way you feel about things. For others, it can come the way you speak, the way you think. Other people might see it in their everyday life, physically in how things move and flow together. We are all such individual beings that experience life through different senses. And so it's about getting to know what that feels like for you. But the most important thing is pull back on the stimuli, pull back on all the things that you're interacting with and just create a sacred space of silence and solitude so you can hear that voice a little bit better. The last way that you can really connect with your intuition is grounding. And when we talk about grounding, we talk about coming back to ourselves. This can be done through meditation or becoming more aware of any aspects of yourself that you do not feel are in alignment with your truth. It could be the way you think about something. It could be the way that you understand certain aspects. It could be the information and knowledge you have about your beliefs and your opinions. When we begin to question these things that maybe we've been taught from a young age, 
or that we've just accepted as a part of life, when we begin to ask questions, we allow ourselves to be pushed towards the aspects of life that are in alignment with who we are. If I always just accept that every single day I need to do the same set of things, I create a restrictive environment for myself. But if I say to myself, you know what, no, on one day, maybe I don't want to, uh, let's say, have coffee in the morning. Maybe that's not something I want to do. Maybe I want to have a turmeric latte. Maybe I want to have a cup of tea. I'm listening now to my own needs. I'm anchoring into what my body wants and needs. And this is something, I mean, we already do this. We know when we're hungry. We know when we're thirsty. We know when we're tired. Our body tells us these things. We just need to listen to that more. And as we listen to it more, we give more of what we need as opposed to what we think we need. I'd like to share with you now a few of the challenges that you might face in connecting with your intuition. And this is not just something that you will face when you first learn about working with your intuition. These are things you'll, you can face at any part of your life. I face it. I'm sure there are other healers and practitioners that face it. People who have been working with spiritual elements for decades will face this because it's just a part of our living and a part of being in this incarnation. So one of the first challenges is fears, old narratives and old karma that might be coming up that is very loud in your head or in your body that is sort of silencing the voice of the inner knowing. We really need to think about the fact that sometimes things don't make logical sense to us and so we believe they aren't true, even though we know, sense and feel otherwise. Maybe something is telling you, don't do this, like don't buy this handbag and you're like, no, but it's the newest handbag and I really want it and everyone else has it and then you buy it and then two weeks later, that handbag, you find it on sale somewhere for half the price. This is really where, I mean, this is a practical example, and I'm sure it's something we have all experienced in our life, where our need and our desire and our sort of hunger to have something is so heightened that that inner voice within us that is saying, you know what, I know there's something better. If you just hold on and be patient, I promise you, you will get what you want and it will be so much better. And so that sort of hunger for that, that thing or whatever it may be, it's within us to learn, to listen to that. Where is this really coming from? What does this really mean to me? What beliefs do I have that are heightening this hunger but turning down my inner knowing, which is telling me this is not the right thing for you? And this is where we come back to that reflection and stillness for a moment to see what is playing out there what traumas are playing out what sort of messages are coming through to us maybe it's from our emotions maybe it's from our thought patterns there's a lot more to to who we are than what we intimately know and I think looking at that from a different perspective for a moment we're not losing out on anything. We're actually gaining a lot because we're learning to live in a way that truly speaks to who we are. 
Another challenge of working with your intuition is that when you start out, your inner voice can be very quiet and very timid. And your inner voice is always going to be that really gentle sort of voice within you that isn't in a rush, that is very supportive and nourishing and grounding. And I think initially it can be confusing to trust that because we can be used to the chaos. We can be used to thinking logically. We can be used to a certain um, convention or code or way of seeing things. I think we really need to give ourselves time to surrender and to understand and to develop that trust in our intuition. To know that even if our intuition is saying, hey, don't take that job. I know that that job is going to give you more money, but don't take that job. And even though we don't know what else is going to happen, listening to our intuition can be integral in that moment because maybe our intuition can see that in six months a better job is going to come along where we're going to get X amount of benefits and the salary is going to be much higher or the job that we were going to take in six months, we're going to leave because for some reason or not, it's not going to be something that we enjoy. Sometimes you've got to take that plunge and listen to your intuition and really trust that everything's going to work out for you. The final sort of way that we can be challenged in working with our intuition is that in many ways, we can limit our intuition to our view of the world. If we think about ourselves and and our beliefs, sometimes our beliefs can be restrictive to our sort of understanding, what we've experienced in life, those learned elements. And we've got to remember that our intuition sees all beyond the veil within, across timelines, across dimensions, within different manifestations, which is something that's so crazy to me that we have this compass, this tool, this part of ourselves that is like this super mind, this super computer in a way that is connected to this network of energetic frequencies that sees the world and our existence as infinite. And I think with time, as we begin to open up to that, we realize that our intuition sees no rules, no codes, no conventions. Our intuition understands those things, but is like flowing, is like water almost. Water can take so many different forms, but water is always water. Whether it is liquid, whether it is immersed in some other liquid itself, whether it is frozen, it always returns to its form. It will find a way. My dad loves to say to me the Bruce Lee quote, be like water be able to flow and move and take different forms and find a way. You think about if there is a river and there are rocks that fall into that river and they create sort of a blockage in the water, that water will find a way to flow, whether it goes around, whether it goes into the earth. It might be slower. It might not flow as freely, but that water will find a way to flow. And I think our intuition is very much like that. It is always working for us. We're so lucky. (laughs) We have this little team, this spiritual team that is always ensuring that we are protected and safe and we just need to lean into it. The intuition will always see harmony and vibrational connections. 
And I think that's why it's so important to lean more into the intuition because there is so much we don't see that our human mind cannot conceptualize. And the intuition is doing that for us. And we'll make sure, like that analogy I used with the teacher, we'll make sure that we have the most important information right now that is going to help us develop and grow as conscious beings. So what does the intuition look like in practice? Because I think it's important to be able to harness these sorts of spiritual aspects and elements and bring them into our everyday life so we can really work with them in a more corporal way. So when we are engaging with our intuition, this beautiful inner compass, our intuition really becomes a function of our self-mastery. We feel more empowered in making decisions that are right for us. Not what we are told, but what we know to be true. And it's not choosing one or the other. It's not, okay, my intuition tells me this thing and society tells me this thing. So I should always go with my intuition. Trust your intuition, but be practical as well. Because sometimes your intuition can tell you things that maybe are not manifesting right now, but will manifest or you are manifesting into your life based on your vibrational frequency. So it's so important to work with all elements of who you are, your logic, your intellect, your intuition, your inner power and inner voice, and allow those aspects to work collaboratively in a team almost towards a common goal. The intuition in practice looks and feels like knowing when certain experiences will be expansive and when others are not a vibrational fit for you. One way that you can really see this in your everyday life is, let's say when people invite you out to a specific event or experience. From the facts that you have, there might be something within you that says, this event is not going to be for you. It's not going to be expansive for you. It's not going to be enjoyable for you. Now, of course, like we talked about before, there can be underlying fears and narratives that are playing out there. But as you listen more in and listen to that inner voice, you will know that, as I like to say, the vibes are off. <laughs> you will know that that vibe is not for you and that there are other things that your soul is craving in that moment that are more important towards you being fulfilled and you feeling comfortable in what you're doing in your life. So I think that's something that's so beautiful and so important because it saves you from having to go through conflicting situations which you didn't necessarily need to go through. There are going to be things that happen to you in your life that are meant to happen, that are meant to happen to help you grow, but we don't need to have a lot of conflict in our life in order to grow. We can grow through our own inner knowing as well. So let's give ourselves that opportunity. And maybe we can live life with a bit more ease as well. Our intuition looks like the ability to draw yourself towards people who support your authentic self-expression. Now, a big part of this is boundaries. Your intuition relies on you having boundaries and knowing the sorts of people who are beneficial towards you and towards allowing you to be your true self and people who do not cannot see or recognize you for who you truly are. When you're listening to that inner voice, you will know what people to hang out with, 
You will know what sorts of people are going to be there for you to support you, who is going to help you in stepping into your passions and your desires, and who maybe you aren't on the same vibrational frequency with and cannot be there to support you. And this is so important because we want to make sure we're surrounding ourselves with people who uplift us. We're not for everyone. Different people vibe in different ways. And as you grow, some people will vibrate towards you and some people might vibrate away from you. And I think it's really important to allow that process to happen because there is always an opportunity for us to experience new connections and new experiences with different embodied souls. The final sort of way that we can look at the intuition in practice is in the fact that When we are connected to our intuition, we begin to see possibilities in the world rather than problems. We begin to know that we can overcome the seemingly impossible because we are connected to our intuition, this amazing inner compass that can help us to navigate through physical and energetic realms and landscapes that the conscious mind may not comprehend. It sort of comes to this thing of changing your way of thinking from having a lower vibration, maybe a more negative way, thinking that bad things are always happening, to moving towards thinking of, okay, I understand that these challenging things are happening, but what can I do with this and spin this so it works for me? And I think really creative minds, really intellectual minds, that's what they harness into. They harness into the power of taking the elements they have and making something of it. Chefs do this when, I mean, you look at a show like MasterChef, they may be working with elements or ingredients they've never worked with before, but they anchor in to their intuitive function. They anchor into their instinct, into learned behaviors, and they say, okay, I need to make something that is going to be really appealing and tasty and in a specific amount of time. What can I do here? It takes away that feeling of defeat or let's say it works through that that feeling of defeat at being faced with challenging circumstances and it says maybe i need to do something different that i've never done before here and i'm open to learning because i know i'm always divinely supported so i'm going to leave you with this little final closing thought and i hope it can give you a bit of insight and something to think about moving forward and it is that as we expand in our inner awareness we begin to realize that we are more than just physical matter. We are complex beings of complete consciousness that exist on multiple planes. We are not limited by our physicality, but rather expanded through our ability to look beyond what we can see. We are always evolving, together, separately, and as one consciousness. Life is where we meet to experience each other, and as much as we experience ourselves. The inner guide is all seen. Hear her call and allow her to guide you to more. Thank you for taking a moment to connect with the Sacred Garden. I hope this place has provided you with all the divine nourishment that you currently need. I look forward to meeting you here next time. Many blessings and infinite love.